I am Molly Wood, host of CNN's Anchor Desk Newsletter. And I'm Tom Merritt, author of The Real Deal, which is also on CNET. Also on CNET. Yeah. Also on CNET, Buzz Out Loud, the CNET podcast. Podcast. The CNET Poshcast. <laughs> yes, it is quite. I'm poshcasting from my Lexus. <laughs> I love my velour chair. <laughs> so last week we did a bunch of phone call stuff, and then we said that we would definitely talk about email. So here goes. We've gotten a bunch of email. We've got a lot on the Vista yes. stuff. People wanted to join in on the uh, the Vista bashing. <laughs> we got some good stuff, though. We got one, a good one. Martin uh, says that in Latvian, Vista means chicken. And we believe him because he also says he lives there. Yeah. In Latvia. We have quite the international readership so is what shout, I have discovered, actually. Shout out to Martin. Shout out from Latvia. Martin Luck. Martin Luck good in luck. Latvia. It means chicken. Ha ha. Cassandra. Also, nice acronym, Cassandra. Yeah, nice acronym. I've seen this a couple times, but I'm just going to go ahead and say Cassandra made it up. It, <laughs> Vista stands for Viruses, Insecurity, Spyware, Trojans, and Adware. Ha ha. Ah, rah, rah. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Another, another company named Vista. We got from Ang Hyat from uh, Singapore, yeah, right. which was mostly awesome because it came from Singapore. Uh, the, Amade- the leading global distribution system, Amadeus, also has a product called Vista. Yep. But it doesn't matter because Microsoft is going to win all of that. <laughs> and you should know that both our um, producer, Veronica, and Mark Larkin <laughs> are sitting in here singing the Amadeus. <laughs> yeah, Microsoft's going to rock you, which Amadeus. Which we can't sing because we'll get sued. <laughs> 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 but you guys sound really good. <laughs> We also got another email. Oh, I lost it from Jim in Mobile Alabama. You lost your email? Mo- mobile you Alabama. You need a sysadmin. I need a sysadmin. And Jim is one. And Jim, it sounds like might be one because he has a lot to say about the various, uh, I don't know, the the benefits of various operating systems such as the OS X, the Linux, and the Windows. What was he reacting to? Um, I don't have that email. The speculation basically about whether uh, Apple was going to, Apple switched to Intel, Intel would oh, spell trouble right, for right. Linux. No, he had some good stuff in there. He did have good stuff. But he basically said that Linux wasn't in trouble, I think, because Apple computers still cost so much. But then the point of the switch to Intel is that maybe they would cost less. Well, that's the big speculation, right? Yes. Is it going to be available? Can he, I think it, didn't he say, if I could install the Mac OS on any machine, yeah. I would do it. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. he says it's the best operating system around. I think a lot of people agree with that. Plus, his email had a shout out to Veronica, which we appreciate. Right. But anyway, mostly his email made him sound like a sysadmin, which leads us to point out that today is System Administrator Appreciation Day. Which um, our executive producer, Mark Larkin, <laughs> Uh, asked if that was a Hallmark Two holiday. Two shout-outs for Mark Larkin. Not a Hallmark holiday, Mark Larkin. I don't know if this is really a shout-out. It's kind of making him look bad. <laughs> but he's right here, and he doesn't look that embarrassed. Not a Hallmark holiday. Yeah, not a Hallmark holiday. But if it would, if it were, I don't know. I need more coffee today. Log in as root to my heart, sysadmin. Yeah, see, if it were a holiday, Thank you Tom for would all write the all the cards. <laughs> Thanks for all the packets. Nice. Nice. So shout out to you guys. We're not exactly sure what you do, but we, we hear it's important. <laughs> not exactly sure what you do. <laughs> Excellent. And then the podcast mysteriously didn't transfer anywhere across the network. And it then was we learned what they do quickly. <laughs> you would feel my wrath. I'm not saying it's not important. That's why I can't do it because I don't All understand. Right. Enough about sysadmins. Yeah. They have their day. <laughs> they have their day. <laughs> Speaking of a guy who had his day and will shortly have his day in court. Have you been hearing about this uh, Michael Lynn presentation at Black Hat? Uh, no. It's very Wait, interesting. Have I? 
Uh, maybe. I don't oh, know. yes, yes. Okay. No, it took me a <laughs> if minute. If you look on the internet, you probably have. <laughs> I never go to the internet. So Black Hat, the big um, security conference going on in Las Vegas this week. This guy, Michael Lynn. Yeah, this is the Cisco thing. Yeah, exactly. Basically said, there's this flaw in Cisco routers, and if you exploit it, you could potentially take over the routers and bring down the internet. And then he went on to show exactly how to exploit the flaw and take down the entire internet. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That is exactly what you're supposed to do. Well, that's the point of Black Hat, yeah. it makes people go fix the stuff. He's formerly a researcher at ISS. Rockin quick. Internet security something. And he he was going to give this talk, but Cisco apparently leaned on the company and said he can't give this talk at Black Hat. So he quit in order to come and give this talk. And then, of course, Cisco instantly went to court and they want some injunction. And it sounds like there may be some agreement where... He's going to hand over all of the research that he did about this flaw. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Yeah. You know what? Fix the flaw. Yeah, exactly. I don't care what else well, you need to do. And he might go ahead and give him all the papers, but the cat's pretty much out of the bag. Yeah. I'm thinking it's on some IRC channels. And I'm sure, you know what? To be fair, I'm sure Cisco is feverishly working to fix the flaw because they don't want this right. to be a problem. Presumably they are, but it, you know they should spend They'd all the energy doing that and none going after this guy. Well, the lawyers can't fix I the mean, flaw. <laughs> so they got nothing else to do. They might. <laughs> might as well go after Michael Lynn. <laughs> yeah, no. Anyway, alone. it's a very interesting story and kind of illustrates like, I get, I don't know, the black hat li- thing. It's a litigious you know? podcast today because we also have the 85-year-old grandmother <laughs> yeah. who sued the makers of Grand Theft Auto. We saw this on MSNBC. By the way, the Mike Lynn thing, you you saw it on Boing Boing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I saw it everywhere. It, Boing Boing. it is all over the place. But, but we really like Boing Boing, so <laughs> woohoo! And Mark Larkin, woo, Veronica, yay! (laughs) Sis admins. An 85-year-old grandmother sued the makers of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, saying they deceived her by selling a game that contained hidden sex scenes. Yes. You deceived me. I thought this was about cars. You tricked me. I thought it was just about killing cops. Florence Cohen says she bought the offending game for her 14-year-old grandson back when it was rated for 17-year-olds or higher, not knowing it would ultimately become an adults-only game. Right. Wait a second. She bought it when it was rated M. For 17-year-olds or higher. For her 14-year-old grandson. Oh, And then is now mad that they went ahead, found the sex scenes, rated it adults only, which is 18 and up. And that's the deceptive part. Well, he has the mind of a (laughs) 17-year-old, Molly. She claims, actually, that when she bought it for him, because he wasn't 17, that she directed that it be taken away from her grandson. Because he was not yet 17. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I believe you, Granny. Sit down, Grandma. Yeah. Seriously, you bought a cop killer game for your 14-year-old grandson, and now you're mad that it turned out to have hidden sex scenes, and you sued? I am not buying it, and I hope she doesn't get any money. I don't know. I kind of fear her as much as the Russian mafia. I'm kind of mad at her. I don't want want to get her wrath. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Also, in the story, it says she's in the Russian mafia. So... Maybe nice. you want to watch out for that. Anyway, I'm I'm not having it. Uh, and and more more litigious contact with the <laughs> Wayback Machine. Yes, this is very interesting. It's kind of it's good for lawyers. Apparent. Okay, so the story is basically that the Wayback Machine and Archive.org, which if you're not familiar with it, is sort of a digital library that archives all web content. You know, as much as they can get, um, is proving to be really helpful for lawyers because <laughs> the web is something that you know. You could put up a web page and then take it down and it was gone. And claim it was never there. And claim it was never there if you get sued over something you put there. But now... Archive.org with the Wayback Machine. Or Google Cache also being used for the same thing because yes. Google caches web pages and makes them available through the search engine. If you can't find them or if they're down or something, you sometimes you use the Google Cache. Uh, so one way or another, places like 
Dell mm-hmm. Wall Street Journal, or uh, I'm sorry, Dell uh, Wall Street Journal reports that Dell used this uh, copies of expired websites to get the domain name dellcomputersuck.com <laughs> transferred to it. <laughs> Which I just think is pretty funny. Yeah, that's awesome. So I actually, yeah, I'm going to look at that. You keep talking. I want to say, <laughs> if I type in dellcomputersuck.com, yes. will anyway, it go to Dell's website? It's interesting because as much as the web still is sort of the Wild West, it, 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 it isn't. Less so. You need to take more responsibility for what you put on your website and in your video games. Otherwise, Grandma Florence is coming after your butt. Yeah, lame. That they, they doesn't go anywhere. Oh, Page weak. not found. You should at least um, redirect to like to consumer Dell. complaints department or something. Or some site that says, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all the time we have for today. Okay. Tom, I guess that's Tom lost track of time while he was looking on the internet, but what, indeed, what, we have to go now. Give us a call, 1-800-616-CNET, and we'll use your calls on this little podcast. Or you can email us, buzz at cnet.com, and we may read your email. Thank you very much. Adios. Bye. Bye.